had me and Ed, uh, John Mason replaced the handrail at Hyman. Yeah. And like, how many colors are on the exterior of the Hyman from your memory? Three. Three? Just guessing. I figure the shutters are a different thing than the house. And there's then you no get shutters. White. No shutters? No. Okay. To me, there's two colors. All I've ever really seen. Pink and... <laughs> Lavender. <laughs> you got a lavender house. <laughs> but no, so we replaced the handrail, right? Your favorite color is lavender, isn't it? <laughs> I'm looking under the house at like you know all the paint left over. And I find like the bucket of that like orange color. I'm like, all right, well that's not what the rail is. And the other color's beige. So I find another, you know, big five gallon bucket and pull it out and pop the lid. It looks, you know, pretty beigeish. I'm like, okay, this must be the other exterior color. It says exterior on the bucket and all that. <laughs> Go to Sherwin Williams, have them mix it up. Come back. I start painting this handrail. I'm like, man, it's just a little you know, darker, a little greener, olivey something going on here. Like maybe when it dries and the sun hits a little bit, it's gonna fade and change colors. <laughs> so you know you keep painting, you don't stop. You, colors do change when they set. So I get like three good thin coats on there, and I finally look at it as I like back off from the front porch. And I'm like, man, this is a completely different shade. Like, this is not what's on the rest of the, you know, the accent color of the house. And I'm like, well, where the hell did this even come from? So I start looking around. The lattice under the front porch is a different color. <laughs> I think you need a drink. Times three. <laughs> Everyone, my name is John Edwards, and with me is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. How are you, Zeke Baker? Disgruntled with the weather, like always. And it, it, it beautiful it's, this week, it's though. Better, but I hate the. Hey, it's a little hot in here. You want to turn the air on? Mm. Next day, it's a little cool in here. Can, can we run the heat? It it got up to eighty six today. It was 40 degrees in the morning and 86 in the afternoon. I miss like those good old days or weeks of, you know, like in the fall. And when you get that, you know, roughly month transition of, of 70, 50. Yeah. You know, you roll the wind up or, you know, whatever. If it gets a little too warm, turn on a ceiling fan. But you get like a $50 power bill. Yep. And it's great. You're like, oh, man. Thank you, God. Finally, one month of no bill. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen. Probably even more. Because <laughs> I'm paying to cool the place, and the next day I'm paying to heat it. And then even worse with kids, you know, it's not like a you know the, the, the singular days when like, ooh, got a little cold in here. I'll go put my sweats on because I'm a cheap ass. I would never run. Once I got to a certain time of year, I just shut my AC off. Never put the heat on in the winter unless I absolutely well, you're insulated. I am insulated, and I'd much rather, you know, throw on a pair of sweats then jack the heat up super high fair enough but yeah, yeah that's my uh, that's my current bitching so to speak is uh th this weather situation <laughs> the weather is rough i want to let you guys know before we get into this as i always do traverse city is going to be at barrels and brews on friday the 25th you know that there are great traverse city whiskey company picks that have hit Nashville, hit some private groups. 
Chris from Traverse City is going to be at Barrels and Brews doing a tasting that afternoon, evening. Go ahead and, and check it out. We know it's going to be a good time, so get down there and go see them. Saturday, November 2nd, I am going to be at Grains and Grits in Townsend, Tennessee. It is the celebration of Southern Spirits and Gourmet Grub. It's from 6 to 9 p.m. on that Saturday, www.grainsandgritsfest.com. And then Zeke and I will be doing the Nashville Whiskey Weekend in December, Friday, December 13th. There's going to be a dinner at the George Jones and a concert by John Rich. And then Saturday is going to be the Tennessee Whiskey Christmas at the Omni. 30 Tennessee distillers will share drinks with everyone. All of this is a joint event from the Tennessee Distillers Guild and the L5 Foundation, benefiting the L5 Foundation. If you guys don't know what Live 5 does, it's basically saying that cancer patients, if they live five years after the the date of remission, their chances of full survival go way up. And what the L5 Foundation does is there's a bunch of expenses that don't always get covered from insurance right so it could be hotel rooms where you're staying for doctor's appointments it could be gas cards to go to and from your doctor it could be making sure that you have food because you're paying for all your medical bills all that kind of stuff that's where l5 really comes out and and helps people out now this one is going to go directly to the nashville va I think getting behind helping people with cancer, especially our veterans with cancer, that's something that everybody can get behind. So go ahead and check out NashvilleWhiskeyWeekend.com. Get your tickets, support. Zeke, I also want to let everybody know that we are sponsored by CassCartel.com, changing the industry standard in the spirits industry. Go ahead and check out CassCartel.com. They're like Amazon. They're getting merchants together with us so we could sit on the couch, just hang out, be lazy, order our favorite spirits, whatever it is, bourbon, whiskey, rye, mezcal, tequila, vodka, gin, whatever it is, just sit on your couch, go to castcartel.com, get it shipped directly to your door. Zeke, I know that's your favorite thing is just getting liquor shipped to you. Yeah, but it's not to my door, let's be honest. Yeah, it's a place where it's not going to be seen. <laughs> and then you bring it, you sneak it into the house after. I mean, I'm just saying. But CassCartel.com would deliver to that secret location. So go ahead and check them out. Also check them out on Instagram at CassCartel because they are constantly giving away samples to their fans and their followers. I know I saw some people just posting on the Yellowstone Limited Edition 2019. They sent some samples out to people who did reviews. So check them out, cascartel.com, at cascartel on Instagram. They're changing the industry standard in online spirits shopping. Zeke, tonight we are drinking something that's long overdue, and I want to have you set this up because Taconic sent us over their double-barrel maple bourbon. There's a funny story about this because we know that the good folks at Barrels and Brews did a pick of this that is phenomenal. But Taconic sent us this, and then our friend Craig, who, if you listened to last show, actually used to see me play guitar out at the bars in Kentucky. Craig would would show. I hope up. he was wearing like Ray Charles glasses. Craig would show up to Thursday nights at the Paddock, and if you ask him, he'll tell you it was a good time. So well, if it was a good time in college. That means you don't remember it. I was playing the guitar. I remember a lot of it. I meant from the other side of the coin there. 
Anyway, tell the story about these. Yeah, so the folks at um, Barrels and Brews have done a pick of the double maple or double barrel maple bourbon. Say that five times fast. I know. Jesus. Um, and really liked it. You know, thought it was a really good, well-rounded pour. At some point, Craig had reached out saying, hey, I know you guys have you know had, had quite a few of the Taconic stuff. We're looking at doing a pick with them. And I told him, I was like, you know, try through the whole line. You know, obviously single barrels are going to have their own little nuances. But man, I had this, uh, you know, maple finish thing. And it was really good for a cash strength pour. It didn't overwhelm it. It just seemed to be enough to really smooth out a little bit of the rough edges that you get on a cash strength for your product. And that's just my synopsis in a nutshell. A couple months passed, maybe a little more. But literally, I think it was like a Tuesday. I had a, a package show up to work and opened it in double barrel maple bourbon. Not the pick that Barrels and Brews did, but, but one from the distillery. And then literally like two days later, Craig shoots me a picture <laughs> of, a, you know, this pick they've done. And so I zoom in on it and I'm looking and I'm like, well, they both say release five. They both say 115 proof. Like, well, maybe there could be a coincidence. So I like shooting back a picture. I'm like, yeah, I see the picture you got, but what's this? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's the exact same one. Um, we split the barrel with the distillery because they wanted to keep some for the gift shop. Because they'd only done two barrels, and they'd already let Barrels and Brews take one, and you know they really loved the product so much, they didn't want to not have it for you know the the local fans that come by. They really like to showcase everything for. So I'm like, oh, okay, sweet, yeah, send me some more. I've already cracked this one. We're gonna need at least, need at least one or two more. John's not even gonna get to taste it. <laughs> <laughs> I almost didn't because that original one Taconic sent us. I never got to taste that one. Well, and granted, I mean, it kind of was a double-edged sword because uh, the one Craig did, which they did this with a Bankhead Beverage. I'm not sure if there are any still left on the shelf or not, honestly. Granted, recently, uh, the dogs haven't been doing too well, but there is a sweet UGA sticker on the back of this, which anything with a UGA sticker, obviously, I'm going to go for. And countless other fans, even as much uh, misery as we may get from the team at times, not damn it, South Carolina. But I'm disappointed in Craig, by the way, because he he bleeds blue, and he did a sticker that said "Dog will hunt." He knows his market. He does know his market pretty well. I'm just gonna keep one of these empties, and whenever I see Barfield, crack him in the head with it. <laughs> South Kakalaki. That Whack. was <laughs> that was uh, that was a how many field goals did you all miss? Oh, that's the most painful part. Like. Seriously, losses happen. You, you learn to live with it. But like when somebody tries to let you not lose the game that many times and you still do, it's just your own damn fault. It was a close game. I, I think it's one of those ones that it's a needed loss. They could still recover. Plenty of teams make it into the playoff losing a game. But if it turns them around and gets them upset, it's going to be a good thing. Yeah. Shit happens. Like Kentucky lost to Florida and never recovered, if you really think about it. Being up 20-something points and giving the game away to the backup quarterback of Florida, mentally, Kentucky just hasn't recovered this season. Well, I mean, on that note, they had the backup in, and we took him out. Yeah. Inadvertently, not like a designed play, but he went out along with their top receiver. And you still lost. Time to drink, John. You start talking. So we we know all the stats on this one. I do have to say I love what Taconic does. Just they're great people anyway. Great story, great family business. Well, and great, the, 
they're out of New York. Since we did have trouble enunciating on both ends, double barrel maple. We're just going to call it maple. Is bourbon in a barrel, bourbon goes out of the barrel. Maple goes in the barrel, maple syrup gets bottled, sold, obviously as a non-alcoholic product, etc. Bourbon goes in the barrel. Bourbon goes back in to uh, receive some benefit and flavor touches from the maple. And then becomes whiskey. Fair enough. But I think the folks at Taconic, I mean, they had that apple cider, that ice cider finished bourbon that was really, really good. And then we've had some of their other ones. I like their, I really like their cast strength bourbon on top of it. So you put that cast strength bourbon with, with something a little bit sweet, like that ice cider and that maple bourbon. It's a winner. I don't know what the MSRP is for this one. Do you remember? I think it's 50 or 55. Which is not bad for a cast strength crusher. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cast strength. And I, like I, said, I told Craig when he was looking at the stuff, like, if you want a, a cast strength product, that literally, if you want to just hammer it back, you can. And even better, it's it's not a, you know, quote unquote aged product like some things. That's what I've enjoyed about their finished stuff. And I don't know how long this set, I don't know how long the other stuff sits, but it seems to never sit too long to kind of lose the the backbone and like the core flavors that you expect to be there you know in a a bourbon or a whiskey or whatever you want to call it it's sweet in all the right ways really is yeah i mean i'll say i've told a few folks like imagine taking a four-year cast strength product 115 proof and just really rounding out a little bit of those rough edges on you know proof or a little bit of profile here and there and just making that, you know, sanding it down almost, making it real nice and smooth, still keeping the proof where it needs to be. That's my uh, cliff notes here. The cliff notes for me is what I find sometimes with finished whiskeys is that they lose the characteristics that made them so good on their own to begin with. Like if the, the finish overpowers the whiskey too much, I think this one is a maple, you know, it's got that maple in it. But it really doesn't lose its identity as a whiskey. I get a good whiskey taste to it on top of the sweetness of the maple. You know that maple is there, but I still am sitting there like, hey, this tastes like a whiskey to me. It's not something. No, I'll ever get it at the at the finish. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, and it's it's a residual, even when it pops up there. I mean, it's literally like, and I'm not saying that John or I have ever done this but hypothetically if we were going to have you know pancakes or waffles and, and put some syrup on them and you know maybe nobody was in the house with us and we decided to have a bourbon pour that morning if you ate a couple of bites and you took a bourbon pour this is probably be about where you land or if nobody was home and you also poured bourbon on top of the pancakes with the syrup John, I know where this is going, and nobody wants the visual of what happens with you in the bed after. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing in the bed. (laughs) All my damage is done at, all all my shame is done at the kitchen table. (laughs) Ooh. Note to self. No more dinners at the Edwards house for me. (laughs) No, it's more, uh, it's more, I eat because I'm unhappy. And I'm unhappy because I eat. But, you know, it's just in the finish. It just, it just barely lingers, like a little subtle, like, oh, yeah, there, there, there that is. Yeah. But as far as the, I think the taste in front to back, it's not visibly known, but you can tell it just 
you know, it just smooths it out so much. I'm a hard buy. No, same here. I've put down a few of these admittedly already. So when, when this, uh, you know, bottle came in, the first one from the distillery, I just kind of laughed. Like, I love they want us to, you know, review and they, they sent us this, but <laughs> we, we've already been milking off the, the barrels and brews barrel for a few times now. We, we, we know what we're in for this one. And you better get that before it sells out because it is yeah, damn close on, to Honestly, out. Uh, you know, we try not to do too much that's, at least not even available locally or, you know, very limited picks. I don't know if Bankhead has any of this left. I assume the gift shop may have some, but uh, again, for our local Nashville people, uh, Barrels and Brews does still have a few of these left. I, I saw on the shelf today and it, it's just a ringer in my opinion. Well, and we typically don't like to do things that it's hard to get, but I think the other reason we're doing this is listen, Paul, Carol, Ann, it's fall. It's the season. Maple syrup is being harvested from the trees. It's being put in your barrel. You're going to have some maple barrels left. Call so me. Please make some more of this. <laughs> I, I think this is an open call to Taconic to, to make some more of this. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine they wouldn't because, you know, even this year they stepped it up to cash drink, which just made it that much better. And another off topic to a degree kind of thing that I like with it is they're, they're using the, the finish to me for synergy because you know their stuff's just now it's probably five years now did you but, just say synergy yeah okay well alright so their stuff you know by the time this runs they're probably at five years I would say this is probably four year whiskey but either way you know you're using a finish to complement accent and or improve your total product there's plenty of other places that have juice that's seven, eight, nine, ten years old that they're then going in and finishing. And how many of those have we had to where we just scratch our head and ass? Say, why didn't you just have the original? And say, yeah, this is fair, but if I had to bet a dollar or two, you could have just gave it to me without this extra work. And I'd have said, man, that's damn good. Thank you. Can I have another? So that that that's the takeaway I really like on that is there's purists out there they are going to hate Finish stuff no matter what. It's fine. But if you're just going to drink it with an open mind, this is where you go with that kind of stuff. I mean, if you're going to experiment and tinker around, know your product, know what areas aren't quite there yet, and that's where you use the finish for an accent. Don't don't take a nine-year barrel that odds are you could have poured just thieves straight out. Folks would have loved it. Oh, yeah, but we're going to get really experimental and do this, this random finish to it. Oh, man. And cross our fingers and hope that it turns out okay. Yeah. Like, well, way to go, bud. You probably could have made a lot more money and done better with that one. Exactly. <laughs> so this is a hard buy for both of us. Please make some more of this Taconic. Zeke, before we close this out, I want to mention all of our glassware is provided by distilleryproducts.com. They are the best kept secret in the spirits industry that we are now kind of letting you all know about. We are blowing the lid off. We are opening up Pandora's box because once people realize how good of a people they are at distilleryproducts.com, but the better yet, the wholesale pricing for all of your laser etched glassware needs, whether it's Glencairn's, the Irish Tua whiskey glass, the neat glass, which they are the only place in North America that does wholesale neat glass engraving. And then they have decanters, they have tumblers, they have all sorts of other stuff. Go to distilleryproducts.com. Check out for yourself. If you want me to get you in touch with them, 
feel free to reach out to me directly. I'm happy to get you in touch with the folks there. Distilleryproducts.com is where we get all of our glasses from. It's where all the, the distilleries that we talk to, it's where they get their glasses from. So thank you for the glasses and check them out. So before we, we sign off, I'm going to give you something to dream about possibly. What if someone took a peanut butter whiskey and finished it in a maple barrel? Hmm. <laughs> John boy likey. I'm, I'm happy to try it. <laughs> Anyways, check us out at Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Find us on wherever you get your podcast, whatever it is, we are on it. Leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave an open and honest review about the whiskey we drink. Taconic did not provide this bottle to us, but they provided the same thing to us in the past that Zeke drank without sharing with me. He is sharing this bottle with me now, but I want to thank Taconic for giving Zeke a bottle. Hey, of I didn't wipe it out until I got the replacements. I waited. <laughs> I wasn't going to kill it. and then I wanted to try it, and then all of a sudden Zeke goes, well, you're not getting the bottle I got, but you're getting another one. They're both equally as good, I promise. But thank you very much, Taconic. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, as John mentioned earlier, a few scattered events coming up here in the community that uh, we hope to, to meet and greet and see some folks and have a good time and share some pours. Cheers. Ciao.